0: Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey this is Jeff this is Alex and this is
1: episode two of our special anniversary month and today we're doing a behind-the-scenes interview
0: with Felicia from Feli from Germany YouTube channel that's right guys This is our one month anniversary so uh, really no this is our three-year anniversary another special episode with, of course, our favorite guest and the first guest we ever had on the show. So it's fitting just to have her for this special occasion. Yes, exactly. And she's just, she's awesome. And she's just awesome. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Guys, I always like when you stop by. It's episode 134. I'm excited because this is our February... What do you call it? Yeah, anniversary spectacular our extravaganza. Anniversary. Uh, You're pretty jacked up, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, why yeah. not? It's our 3-year anniversary. We got a lot of cool episodes coming each and every week this month. Yeah. And this be one of them. So not not, not our
1: garbage normal episodes. Exactly. These are these are
0: good special <laughs> well, ones we've actually put thought into these episodes. So yeah. you can thank us later. Actually, you know, all these episodes are to thank you guys for sticking around for these 3 years because you guys have been amazing and you are and everyone says this, but this is absolutely the God's honest truth. You are the only reason we are still here. Yeah, you guys' are support and uh, in every which way. So thank you,
1: hundred percent. And not 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 to move forward already, but so today we're doing a special guest, Felicia. But next week we have an episode picked by all of you listeners. You guys sent them to your ideas. We're gonna post a poll, and you get to pick. And if if no one can decide, maybe we'll shuffle it up. We'll right. see. It
0: doesn't matter if you like the idea or not. We have to do the winner. So uh, that'll be. That'll be a, a new, uh, a new, what do you want to call it? Um, little thing. <laughs> a, new, a new little added uh, kind of uh, special little, st- you know, I, I'm I'm playing with words. This, this sounds special, Jeff. <laughs> Let's move on.
1: But also uh, after that episode, we're going to be doing another live show, Jeff. Oh yes. And I'm I'm very, I, I love the live show. So fun. We yeah. did it on a hundred episodes with 34 episodes ago and it was just so, so much fun. So all of you can join us. You can watch us record and ask us questions live. That we'll answer right there on air. Uh, you can join us on February fifteenth at seven p.m. Berlin time. Yes. So come join us live on Instagram on Wednesday, February fifteenth, seven p.m. Berlin time. For those in the U.S. West Coast time, that'll be
0: ten a.m. And those on East Coast time, that's one p.m. Now are those are those numbers right? Because we've we've found out that I'm not that good at. Uh... Doing time zones, apparently. Uh, I I, I can tell you that the 1 p.m. is definitely correct. Okay, okay, excellent. But uh, you
1: can go to our Instagram page when we go live, and I'll appear if you're viewing pleasure.
0: Right, and if you can't join us live, don't worry, the episode will be released as a normal episode the following week. It's just being recorded live, not being released live, so no problem. And to Germany slash Berlin news, starting today, February 1st, Berlin has joined most of the rest of the country by eliminating the mask requirement on public transit, that's on... U-bonds, you know, subways, uh, trams, buses, etc. From now on, the only public places that you have to wear a mask are hospitals, doctor's office, nursing homes, and long distance regional trains.
1: And other news, Jeff. Wait, there's other news? There's other news. There's oh. always news. Okay. Uh, February 16th to the 22nd is Carnival or here and known as Fashion or- Carnival Or carnival or fashion is what we call yeah. it here in Germany. Uh, which while many areas in Germany celebrate, the home city of the festival is Cologne or Köln. Uh, millions of visitors visit the city to dress up in costumes and party uh, and drink a lot of Kölsch
0: beer, which either you hate it or you love it. I like the Kölsch because the Kölsch comes in like, they're just kind of like tall shot glasses. So they're yeah. really quick, they're like point to really quick kind of beers. I like them. Uh, it's a pretty big festival.
1: Um, millions of visitors visit the city. And then uh, Rose and Montag or Rose Monday is on February 20th. And a large parade is filled with colorful floats, and that takes place. It's pretty cool. I've never been,
0: but I like to go sometime. I, I've never been either. Like, I've said, I've celebrated Carnival uh, in other places in Germany, and also celebrated it when I lived in um, Vienna. Yeah. So it's like, it's pretty, it's. I don't know if it's Europe-wide, but it's not just Germany that Well, other, other countries have their carnival, but I don't know if it's at the same time mm-hmm. as fashing. True, true. Um, but no, yeah, one of these days, you head over to Cologne and see see what's going on. Yeah. Um, starting January of this year, so as of now slash a month ago, uh, <laughs> all sick notes in Germany will be electronic, which means you will no longer have to pass along a paper sick note to your imp- employer to prove the reason why you've taken sick leave now in germany if you're sick for more than what two or three days you have to provide proof with as in the form of a note from a a doctor right right um usually by paper and uh, that gets lost and blows away in the wind now it's electronic so that'll be just sent straight to your employer so pretty cool easy peasy
1: love it i love when uh german bureaucracy gets digitized because we need that yeah
0: 20 years after everyone else did it but right yeah yeah. hey
1: better (laughs) than never true uh it is now emerging this is a crazy story that a german woman in bavaria this past august who wanted to fake her own death found a person who looked like her online and murdered her
0: in order to pass the body off as her own yes pretty dark yes um there's the, the details are still emerging on that one um but yeah, it didn't. It, it la- from the from the re- report I read, it lasted um, just like a few minutes. There, you know, because it was the woman's car. So when they found the body inside, they're like, "Oh, that must be that woman, of course," because yeah. it looks like her vaguely. But then, you know, quickly, you know, with the uh, fingerprints and DNA and stuff, and like, "Oh, that's not her." Interesting. That's so messed up. Yeah. Jeez. Um. Yeah. What a, What a waste of two lives. Now she's gonna be in prison, and yeah. Um, yeah. Um, also in kind of dark news, German police have recently arrested a suspected serial killer in the oh southwest of Germany. The thirty-one-year-old German man is suspected of having killed several female senior citizens in the recent weeks. Jesus. Yeah, so um, yeah. That's, that's messed up. This, that's these messed up. are dark news stories. These are dark news stories. But you know, you gotta throw in I, I don't want people to get this impression that Germany's some Disneyland fairy tale place where everything is just rainbow, well, ra- is rainbows. rainbows and sunshine. It literally you know. is a
1: Disney tale very Fair, fairy, fairy tale place it's all the fairy tales that disney
0: has are based off of german grim stories yeah but some of the grim stories so are, some of the grim stories are pretty all of them pretty, pretty, pretty all grim, of them are messed are up pretty grim, so yeah. this is
1: actually pretty uh pretty on brand for germany yeah
0: uh, unfortunately yeah if, if we hear more about that story we'll let you know but yeah. yeah that is i mean i'm glad they caught him but uh unfortunately at the expense of um yeah some innocent people yeah
1: that's messed up hard to shift out of that but a big special thanks to Kevin in the USA, and also Jeff, your mom. For that's not a mom joke. Actually, thank you to your mom for sending <laughs> us donations this past week. We appreciate it very much. We appreciate all the donations. Yes, thank you guys. That's amazing. If if you would like to donate, uh, you can find on every page of our of our website at the bottom. It says donation link. You can donate there via PayPal. Uh, you don't have to if you don't want to. We're, yeah, absolutely,
0: a, we're a free podcast. It's a free podcast. And mom, thank you. I love you. <laughs> Without further ado, should we, just, should we just like get into the whiskey? Let's we'll save as much time as we can, uh, you know, because we, we got some juicy stuff to talk to with Felicia. We do. So, what we are
1: drinking today, Jeff, is Akashi. It's a Japanese blended whiskey from the Aigashima Distillery. Uh, it is forty percent alcohol, so not as much as the past two we've okay. had.
0: A little, a little lighter.
1: A little lighter. Which or, is... or that
0: like fifty percent one? We, or was it fifty percent or something we had the other day? Yeah, uh, two weeks ago I think. Yeah.
1: Uh, and it is. There's not much in it. Not much says established in the city of Akashi, Hyogo, Japan in 1888. It was licensed to produce whiskey
0: in 1919. That's pretty nice. cool. I'll, I'll say two things. A, I'm always excited when there's Japanese whiskey because Japanese whiskey is just so top notch every single time. Always. And second, this, like every other bottle we've had, Japanese whiskey bottles all kind of fall into the exact same style. Very simple. Yeah. And they usually have kind of a um, textured canvas label. That just simply says the name of the whiskey. Nothing fancy. No pictures. No nothing. Like, like they're all, they're all very just understated. Like, yeah, we don't have to make a big deal because uh, we know what's inside. We're gonna let the uh, the flavor do its exactly do, do the talking for yeah. us. So I'm uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. So further ado, this is Akashi,
1: and it's not it's a twist top unfortunately, so no pops.
0: Mm. But it's a real bottle, guys. It's not one of, of these minis. It's a real bottle. Taking a while to screw off. Oh, 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 God. There we go. <laughs> Here you go. Gl- those, gl- those, glug, yeah. those glugs were yeah. top. could sell those to Warner Brothers. You know, to the, like their, their Foley department. So when they, they need a, sound <laughs> pouring whiskey, it'll always be us. Every time you see somebody pouring a, a drink in a movie, you'll be like, turn to your girlfriend, be like, yeah. Isn't there like a scream that's
1: used in like every movie if someone getting? Yeah, the Wilhel- Wilhelm scream. Wilhelm scream, that's or it. A, if you're yeah. in Germany, the Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Wilhelm Cheers. Sai. Cheers. Very nice. Oh, yeah.
0: I like it. That's good. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, before we, um, we give Felicia a little, <coughs> excuse me, ring a ding ding dong if you'd like to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, it's always appreciated. We read them all. Helps other listeners like you find a podcast. Absolutely. But you don't have to if
0: you don't want to. No, I mean, you could make a um, Lego haunted mansion. You could do that. If, if you got the sets for it or, um, you know, paint a buffalo. You could paint a buffalo (laughs) if you've got some canvas lying around. I don't know. (laughs) And check out our website, which is
1: agdwpodcast.com. Many do say it's the greatest website of all time, but I don't know. Never heard it.
0: But, you know, I mean, not directly. We're working on improving it. It's just Wix is so goddamn slow. If anybody, if anybody who works for Wix out there, please help us. Like, you're, you're, we love your tools, but it's slow. Th- it's just so slow. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it, we're getting there. That's why we don't update as much as we can, because sometimes we go to update, and then within two seconds we're like, "I got better things to do." I like, almost threw my computer
1: yeah. across the room the other day, <laughs> and I don't want to do that. I like my computer <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, so yeah.
1: And also check out our Instagram, which is at americans.in.germany.podcast. Very important because that's where we will be live next week. Or, nope. Yep,
0: yep. Right. And you don't have to do anything special. You just go to our page and it'll be obvious. You just... Just do it. Right? It's just there. there. Yeah, I think. I guess Um, at americans.in.germany.podcast. And through there, you can send us messages and chat with us live and we'll do our best to respond. Yes. Um, Now to the uh, important... Topic at hand, we are interviewing Felicia or Philly from Germany once again. I think it's her, maybe her. I can't count, but it's probably her fourth time on the.
1: I think it might be yeah. on our podcast. For, first time, listen to this, Jeff. Ready? The first time she was on our show was episode eighteen, released June third, twenty twenty. Wow, long time ago. It's and, been a while.
0: And the reason we're bringing her back for this anniversary special is because she was the very first guest we ever had, and and I remember us being nervous as hell. We oh, were wrecks. And we were wrecks. Cause like, we didn't even like, how do you even deal with a guest? And, like, I'm, I'm sure we sound super nervous when you go back. Uh, yeah. Because we don't, what do you do? How do you talk to people? Like, you know, we're, you just lose your ability to talk to people. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so she's the one who kind of like started it all. And from then on, we had the confidence to actually have more guests and we down the line did, you know? So, um, and she's just awesome. She's great to talk to. Always has great information. But today, instead of talking to her about Germany, USA, boring stuff, uh, we're going to be talking to her for the first time, just about behind the scenes, about yeah. what it's like for her to make her YouTube channel, to do her podcast. We'll we'll shwa- swap our stories as well, making a podcast, and just give you a behind the scenes look at what's like. It's going to be a little meta to be a big uh, YouTube uh, star. Yeah. Without like, further like, ado, uh, let's uh, let's give her a call. Let's go. Okay. okay. And today on the second episode of our. February extravaganza Extravaganza. for our third year anniversary. We are here with Felicia. I don't even have to introduce her because you guys know her. She is the host of the Feli from Germany YouTube channel and the co-host of the Understanding Train Station podcast. Busy. In in the past five and a half years, she has gained 400,000 subscribers and has posted over 200 videos, so I think she knows a thing or two about... YouTubing and podcasting, which is what we're going to talk about today. Go a little behind the scenes. Thank you for joining us once again for maybe, I don't know, fourth time? I don't really remember.
2: Yeah, something like that. Well, one of those times was on our podcast, I think. So maybe this is my third time on your guys' podcast. I'm Ah, not 100% sure. But um, thanks for having me. I didn't even know that I had over 200 videos. That's actually... Good to know cuz YouTube used to show you that and now it doesn't anymore. At least I don't know where it shows you that anymore.
0: Yeah, it took That's it, weird. It took it took me a while to find it actually because it was not where it normally is. Yeah. And I can't I can't remember how I found it, but I, I think I had to go into like your about or so. I had to go okay. to somewhere not obvious and then I was like, "Oh, there it is."
1: But you, know. you think that would be like the number one stat on your YouTube channel?
2: No. I mean, views is obvious like number one and yeah it doesn't really show me that anywhere anymore. I mean I'm sure I could find it but I kind of just lost count since it doesn't tell me anymore so that's actually interesting to know.
0: Mm. <laughs> oh, well there you go. You know, she <laughs> her- <laughs> she's so big she just lost count and in yeah. so many, no, so many I'm just, videos. Uh,
2: I know that this is going to be part of the topic today but I just like don't really care that much about all the analytics and stuff like that. I'm not always on top of that.
0: I'm actually happy because it hides the fact that we only have five uh, videos. So if it doesn't, if it doesn't list for all people know, we could have hundreds of videos. Well, so <laughs> to be fair, we stopped, up, we uploaded videos for
1: like a hot month Yeah, and then kind of gave up maybe
0: like three weeks. Yeah.
1: That's when I realized how hard, like how much work being a YouTube, like this is so much work that goes into editing and, and putting the sound and the audio together. And then we just said, this is not worth, yeah. and I wasn't even doing the editing. Jeff was, and I, I said, it's not
0: worth it. <laughs> Yeah it it was so much hard work for him to watch me doing the hard work. That yeah. It's he's just like I get exhausted. How do we keep going? Um so let's let's dive in to your story. Now you've been on the show a few times so we've talked about, you know, why you moved to the US, et cetera, back in the day, but we never really went over at what point you decided you wanted to do a YouTube channel. I mean, is this something even Back in high, your high school years, you thought, oh, I'm going to be doing a YouTube channel one day, or was you, you're like, I would never be one of those people?
2: Um, I mean, I was always fascinated by that kind of stuff, and I was always fascinated by radio. So like audio, what we're doing right now is actually much more my thing. Oh. And so my whole like childhood, I always wanted to go to the radio, um, and I wanted to make that my profession. And that's oh, cool. kind of what I did after I like, graduated high school. I started working at radio stations and things like that. And yeah, kind of when I came here... I just uploaded a video about my whole story on my YouTube channel, actually, but it was like different, (laughs) different um, times that I came to the U.S. So the first time was an exchange semester, then I was back in Germany, then I came back here for an internship, et cetera. So like there were different reasons why I kept coming back. And the second time I was here is when I eventually started that channel, but I had the idea for a long time before that, because I always watched these YouTube channels by Americans living in Germany way before I even went to the US myself. Oh. Um, and I th- always thought that was fascinating to see my own culture through their eyes and what they thought was fascinating about German culture, like little everyday things that I had never even considered anything special. And then to them, it was like, oh, a Automat. Oh my God, how crazy, how cool. And I'd be like, oh, interesting that that's something that stands out to people from abroad (laughs) or people from the US specifically. Um, So I had that idea with me, but like with me, I mean, like I brought it with me. I even um, brought my um, DSLR camera when I first came to the US and I, tried to record a video and I found it so cringe that I never did anything with it. <laughs> um, like I, I didn't even finish it, it I tried to kind of document my experience of going to the student orientation like I was like oh guys today is my first day of going to student or uh, student orientation let's see how it goes and I, that was just so cringe and awful um, I never did anything with it
1: and then you're like that cringy person orientation with a camera recording everything. Like, oh, no, I, no. This? I literally
2: only recorded myself at home and I found that cringe enough. I would have never <laughs> even had the guts to bring a camera with me. But yeah, basically what I'm trying to say is I had that idea, but I never really had the guts. And also I didn't really feel super comfortable being on video either. I liked the audio yeah. idea, but podcasts weren't really that big at the time yet. Or at least I, like this was like 2016, I mm. at least hadn't really gotten into it and I didn't know of a lot of podcasts and I also felt like even if that would be an option for me that would not be a great medium to talk about my experiences here because you would have to show visual differences sometimes I mean obviously you guys you guys do that too so it it probably would have worked
1: Um, (laughs) it is a struggle though for sure I mean especially for some things when so I know sometimes we're explaining something and I'm using my hands or something to explain. Like, it was this big. <laughs> but nobody could I see mean, No one can see. So
0: just like, bro, anyone who can't see Alex's hands out are about one meter. Right. <laughs> and what we started doing was on our website, we actually, this is the reason we created like our, what we call our extras page, which mm-hmm. is something that we talked about in the podcast that really needs a visual example. Right. We're like, all right guys, we're gonna post it here. So if you wanna see what the hell we're talking about, go 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 see the picture or the video, you know, if you need to, you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's always really helpful to see those kinds of things. But yeah, basically, um a year later I just had the idea kind of like a second time because at first i just like scratched i was like okay i'm not gonna do this i I don't want to be a youtuber um and my first like idea was always kind of more like vlogging and just showing my experiences and then a year later i just ended up finding myself always talking about the same topics with both my people in germany and the people in the u.s people would always Hmm. ask me the same questions like what are the biggest differences that you've experienced here so far in the u.s like is it is it like you expected um people would ask me about Germany. Also, and it was always questions about beer and cars and uh, <laughs> Hitler and Oktoberfest, <laughs> and, uh, those kinds of topics. And you know, sometimes things like how is college different over there and stuff like that. And then I just thought, okay, you know what? I keep answering the same questions and I'm kind of getting tired of it. And I was. Every time I answer these questions, I feel like I can't really give the full answer because there's so much. I could write a whole book on this topic right now, right. so I don't even know what to tell this person in like two minutes. So I thought, okay, it would be really cool to have this summarized somewhere and just be able to refer to it and just be like, yeah, if you want to know more about... <laughs> like, I, here's I a QR I don't, code. I want to
0: talk to you. Can you please just go watch this video really quick? <laughs> Pretty <'cause->
2: much. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much.
0: I mean, we, but we had, I mean, this is also the exact same reason why we start our podcast. We were talking about the same things all the time that people said you should just do a podcast about right. it. And actually the feeling you had, I know I felt it, Alex probably too, where everyone's asking you these same questions the first few years. And like in the beginning, your answers are really long and detailed, but then you get so tired by the questions and and not really tired about sharing, but tired of hearing your own voice saying the same stories over yeah. and over that the story length gets shorter and shorter shorter until finally it's just like a one sentence that you know how's germany yeah it's fine i,
1: feel, I, I wonder if like ever i mean i'm, I'm sure we all have like just when you tell the same story over and over again you just eventually start embellishing more and more and more just to like just because you get bored of your own story yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. the plane almost crashed on the way i jumped out wound <laughs> up in berlin
2: <laughs> haven't lived since yeah exactly But yeah, and then another reason also was that, as I said, I worked in radio before and I really, really liked audio production always. And then when I was living here, I just didn't really have a way to do those same things anymore. Um, And I didn't really feel like I could apply at a radio station in the U.S. because language barrier and everything. And also I wasn't even allowed to work anyways. Um, But (laughs) so that was also kind of
0: (laughs) that could be the main problem. Pretty big barrier. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But even like later on, I was like, this isn't something that I can work towards here because, you know, radio is kind of important that you're a native speaker. Um, Anyways, I thought, okay, this would be a cool way to just put like bring this hobby back into my life and just create something myself. And yeah, then I just ended up settling on YouTube. And I was like, okay, well, I'd rather not sit in front of the camera, but I think I kind of have to. I think it's also because I saw these other YouTube channels and those were all videos that I always used to watch. So I thought it has to be like that. I thought you have to do videos for it. Um, and then, yeah, I ended up recording a video and didn't upload it for like three months because I hated it and then <laughs> I re-recorded it and then I finally had the guts to upload it in January of 2018. So I just actually had my five-year YouTube anniversary, I guess. Oh, nice. Nice. Happy anniversary.
0: Yeah. Congrats. Thank
2: you. <laughs> Happy anniversary to you guys too. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Uh, how how long did it take for like your videos to like really start taking off and getting traction? Traction, that's the word. Thank you.
2: It's a good question. I don't really remember the first few months. I just know that I really didn't upload a whole lot. Um, I think the first three videos I kind of followed through with it, but as you guys said, it was a lot of work. And then in the meantime, I was actually back in Germany, so I didn't really feel inspired i didn't know okay so what am i supposed to talk about now that i'm in germany um i honestly don't really know i'm sure i could look it up but i think it took at least a few months because the first few videos were so inconsistent that (laughs) i know that they got some um views but and i think it was even more than like a thousand views so it was like actually kind of a significant number but sure it was not like it just like took off like crazy or anything like that but also because i didn't do anything with it and then um relatively shortly after I started the channel, I actually started my master's program at the University of Cincinnati. And throughout that whole program, like for basically nine months, I didn't upload a single video. But in the meantime, I still remember that every now and then I had like a notification popping up on my phone from YouTube where it said someone commented on one of your videos. So the video still got views, even though I was completely not active like I didn't read the comments actively I didn't like log into my thing and like look at them I just sometimes got these pop-up notifications
0: right and you're like oh yeah that thing
2: yeah yeah and I didn't know what my subscriber account was at at all this is a very long answer to a Relatively easy question, but I just really don't know. And then after my master's is when I kind of started uploading more regularly again. And then it really wasn't until March of 2020. So two years after I first started the channel that it actually kind of blew up more.
0: But was that because you had more free time because of the pandemic?
2: Not even the pandemic. I had already uploaded regularly the like half a year before that. That was just because I graduated in 2019. And then summer of 2019, I got my green card. So I was actually allowed to work as a freelancer. And then I just had... I didn't have a job, though. So like I freelanced here and there, but I didn't have a full-time job. So I just thought, you know what? I should use my time and put it into my YouTube channel more because this is something I enjoy and it does take a lot of time. And I have the time right now, so I should do that. Um, So I kind of... You know, kicked myself in the ass a little bit and like forced myself to be a little bit more consistent about it. And then half a year later, when the pandemic hit, it kind of just blew up. I think it was partly the pandemic that people were just watching more YouTube, but then also YouTube featured me on their um, Creator on the Rise page, and that was I think a huge thing. I don't even know how I got into that. I just got an email one day from them and it was like, hey, just so you know, on that day next week, you're going to be our creator on the rise, which means that you're going to be popping up on people's homepage. Um, so just expect like a peak in views and everything. And I think <laughs> I gained like, I don't know, several thousand subscribers that day, maybe oh, even wow. 10,000. I'm not quite sure how how many, but it was a lot. That's um, insane. Love it. Yeah. And then that's actually when I turned it into my full-time job also, because I had just got what's that, an absa- absage, so a rejection, I guess, from a um, job that I had applied to, and I made it to the final two, and then they decided for the other person, or they chose uh, the other person, yeah. and that was, like, literally the same week that my YouTube channel blew up, and I was like, you know what, maybe this is a sign, maybe I'm supposed <laughs> to just do this it's Pretty for clear, work.
0: yeah, right? <laughs> so, so then you decided to just, okay, I'm going to dive in and just have this be my job, because, like, yeah. I guess there's a huge difference from uploading a few videos here or there to saying, okay. I'm going to now, you know, um, be at the whim of this algorithm that everyone was always talking about and like really focus on getting the subscribers and the views and all that.
2: Yeah. I mean, at that point, I had already been making a little bit of money for a few months. Um, and then that month, because it blew up so much, it was actually a decent amount of money. And I was like, you know what? If I keep doing what I've been doing and I even put more effort into it and maybe get some support too from like an assistant, then I can probably make this happen also another reason why i felt confident trying that um was that that same week that everything kind of blew up i got a lot of agencies reaching out to me like these youtube networks like Ah. studio 71 and media cube or what all their names are
0: i didn't know there were youtube networks yeah
1: there's a whole world i'm just hearing of right now yeah okay well
2: Maybe, I don't know how big those were in the US, but I know that in YouTube Germany, those were a big thing. Like even the viewers knew that those networks existed or that we called them Netzwerke in German, at least. Um, Nowadays, they're probably called like all around agency or something like that. But it's basically you sign a full contract, like an exclusive content, and they're going to be involved in everything. And they're going to have access to your YouTube AdSense, so to your um, YouTube payments and they're gonna take a certain percentage of it, and yeah, it's like this whole thing. But I know that back in the day, in like 2010, 12, all the big YouTubers in Germany were part of a ne- network, and everyone knew about that too. It was like, which network is this YouTuber part of? And then, like, ah. depending on which network they were signed with, they would collaborate with the other YouTubers that were in that same network.
0: So ah, that was like the whole okay. thing. <laughs> Interesting. I had no idea all this was going on. No, no. We, why, why aren't we in a network? <laughs> Because nobody's reached out to us. Man.
2: Well, I ended up not, I don't, didn't sign with anyone. I just, they, these people reached out to me and they were all like, you know, let's, you should sign with us and we're going to get 30% of everything you make, blah, blah, blah. And I was Ooh. like, huh, if these hmm. people think they can make money with me, maybe I th- should think that I can make money with myself. That yeah, was kind of also one it all. of those. Yeah. You've got to bet on
1: yourself. Absolutely. That's what we're doing too. We rejected a lot of offers too, Felicia. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> like, well so many offers (laughs) i'm not trying to sound braggy at all it was no no no, we asked the question It was kind of a sign for me where i was like huh interesting that suddenly all these different people are reaching out and apparently and they know what they're doing so there must be some potential there that i didn't even really think about before because i never wanted to do that full-time because people had asked me that before because i had had the youtube channel for two years at the time and people would always ask What's your goal? Are you trying to become a full-time YouTuber? And I was always like, no, that's stupid. That sounds like a boring job. Um, I don't want to do that.
1: <laughs> for me, it just um, but, sounds yeah. stressful. Because um, for you know, for us, it's not this, our, this is not our job. We make no money on this, but you know, we still struggle sometimes to come up with, with new content. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, an hour is different than 10 to 20 minutes, but still, like, it's still content. So you have to. You have to be creative just all the time and always come up with new things to talk about that's not boring or repetitive. Like how how do you even yeah do you because
0: do we're, we're also two people you're one person too, which is also difficult. Yeah, did do, do you have weeks where you're just like, "Fuck, I got nothing," you know and you're like struggling or, or you or every week you just you just you're like, "Oh, I've got like a huge backlog of list of things that I'm going to do?"
2: The second. I've never had that problem. With the podcast, I've had that problem more
0: because
2: Josh and I, like, I feel also like because you cover more in a one hour or hour podcast episodes, I an hour and a half. Um, And we also then sometimes feel like, okay, should we talk about the same thing again that I've already covered on my YouTube channel, et cetera. So, like, we sometimes have that with the podcast more, but on my channel, I literally have a list of, like, a word list of maybe four pages full of topics, and I come up with new topics, like, pretty much every day just from, like... I don't know, just my everyday life, basically. Like, I'll just have a conversation with someone and I'll just think, oh, that's actually a good point. I should make a video about that thing. Um, or nice. I watch the TikTok yeah. or other YouTubers and I'm just like, oh, yeah, interesting. I actually have something to say about that topic as well. I should maybe make a video about that. So I've never struggled with that at all. If anything, I'm like, if I sit down to make a video, I'm like, maybe which topic should I do next? Which one am I feeling right now? Because sometimes yeah. I'm just more in the mood to do a more serious one or a more casual one. Um, but it's not that I don't have any topics. So that's never been a problem for me. Uh, okay. That's awesome.
0: I mean, but we do a similar thing. Like we both have um, a list on our phone and we'll be we'll be shooting the shit about something. And then one of us will be like, oh, that's an episode. And then write it down really quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. Like in our German shuffle episodes where we talk about random stuff, we go through maybe 20 different things, which could be... 20 different youtube videos but mm-hmm. it's just one podcast episode so you just like right you burn through material because you, you can have you can have
1: 10 minutes to talk about one topic but it came a 10 minute podcast episode that's not yeah that's that's not no one's listening to that
0: i mean you could like i have i guess we, we did meet this one guy who's a comedian and he, he he had a podcast and it was like seven to ten minutes every episode apparently our episodes are apps are not in the norm in length at all oh mm-hmm. no right? they said like the average is like between twenty and forty minutes, and we average at like an hour. or So, what? <laughs> what are we doing? Why? Why are we doing this? <laughs> Content, baby. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we could split it up, you know? know. Actually, one thing I wanted to ask. So, when when we re- first reached out to you this very first time, um, even at that point, I have no idea. But I want to say, even at that point, you had a hundred thousand subscribers or something like that. So, we we could not have been the only people who were, you know, requesting interviews that sort of thing. So why did you agree to go onto something called the Americans in Germany Drinking Whiskey <laughs> Podcast podcast? That's my question.
2: Um, honestly, I agree to most of those requests. There's always maybe oh, really? a few okay. weird requests uh, where it's like, <laughs> Sorry, okay, Jeff. this podcast has like...
0: Dude, you're on the same podcast. <laughs> Sorry to you. I'm, not supp- I'm,
2: I'm fine with it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I will check out the channel or the podcast first and if I think it's like kind of weird or has like two viewers nothing against like things with a small audience but if you know if i feel like okay this is really not good quality at all then yeah, i yeah. might not go on it but i've um def- it's, it's
1: also your brand as well you know because you don't want to have your brand on something that's like yeah terrible quality
0: and also yeah. your time you're like okay this guy's three listeners the quality's crap is this worth an hour of my yeah, day exactly you know I, mean? I mean i think that's what it comes the older you get you really value your time it's like is, oh, yeah. is this worth it the hour you know
2: Yeah, but, like, you, I checked out your guys' podcast, I thought it was really cool and interesting, and it was pretty much what I was doing, just reverse and in audio form and with two people. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it was very similar. Um, So, yeah, that's why... I agree to that. I thought it was really cool that you guys started that podcast, and I thought at first when I uh, read the title, I was definitely like, "Interesting. What does what's the whiskey have to do with anything?"
0: <laughs> very, very little. <laughs> very little. <laughs> which is, I think that's the problem we had in the beginning. Everyone was like, "Oh, that's it's a whiskey podcast, right?" And I was like, "No, it's an it's expat really, podcast." Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people
1: skip over the whiskey parts, anyways.
0: So, which is fine as long as they're listening. I don't.
1: It is, but we we do the thank you though while you're here because after your episode, we went from like. 10 listens like maybe not 10
0: but like 20 listens to like no no we, we were at like 100 episodes yeah, at that point yeah I don't think we were yeah, yeah we, we'd already because mm. I remember when we broke we thought we were going to get 50 but then suddenly we got 90 in a day and we had we were like ecstatic it's like that was back when 90 was huge to us that oh, was her episode no 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 but no, this is before this is when we earned on our own oh, yeah. which she came on suddenly <laughs> we had like three, 400 in a day every day so yeah that, that was uh, yeah nice. either way we got a
1: huge boost from you so we appreciate it
0: yeah
2: Nice, like, I didn't know that. That's really cool.
0: Well, I, I guess our like it's cool as our listeners, um, they're all they're all interested in you know moving abroad, you know either direction, right? So uh, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, super exactly. Cool. Yeah, just try to steal them, steal them from you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's see, that's the thing. I don't think about that as um, stealing or anything like that. I mean, supporting each other in that same niche is like. I mean, why why not? Like, if there's another podcast that the same people might be interested in, why not give it a shout out? You know. No, yeah. for sure. There's but, enough so cake like,
0: to go around. Like, like yeah. No, exactly. but I, I, I do want to take all of your subscribers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure, um, I would I would be happy to share them with you guys.
0: And just w- when they subscribe to us, there's like a little legal document they have to sign that says, "I will never." Watch or listen to Felicia right. ever again. Or, uh, ex- then we're rights. gonna have a problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then you're gonna start a, start a whole thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Suddenly she just has like 12 subscribers.
1: <laughs> Fuck, it's it's not gonna happen. She's more interesting. So we recently uh, saw your video. We answered questions about your relationship with your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And we were wondering. So like when you first met, were you really worried at all about um, like his reaction to telling him that you're that you're like a YouTuber?
2: Um, or it's like, yeah, like I told that's, him, that's what I do. Yeah, I told him that right away. Um, I'm just, in general, a very open book with pretty much anyone I meet. Cool. But I do know that I think we even talked about that in one of those videos that he was a little bit hesitant about that because he for sure, some reason I mean, thought that I was like this big deal and I was like a big celebrity. Because <laughs> um, I think sometimes people just don't know what it means. to I, I think at the time I had maybe like 300,000 300, subscribers. And sometimes people don't really know what that means. Like they think, oh my God, you're like a huge influencer. Like you go to all these red carpet events, which I've never <laughs> been to one of those. Um, I've never been invited to anything like that either. Um, I just sit at home. And make videos by myself. That's what I do.
0: <laughs> but it's, 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 it doesn't sound as sexy when you put it that way. No, right? For me, I feel like that's the best way to do it. You know, like yeah. you put your content out, but you can still live your normal life and not be hassled. You know, and just be you. But you still yeah. get still get some green and some. Uh, has Has anyone ever recognized you on a street or anywhere?
2: Yeah, that definitely happens sometimes, um, but I mean, it's not like that it happens every time I leave the house. It right. happens maybe once a month or so. Um, so. And it was actually interesting at Oktoberfest this past um, September when I was home in Munich. A bunch of people recognized me there, which I didn't really? expect. Yeah, oh, that's,
0: your, that's your jam. I mean, Oktoberfest is people who are into German traditions and stuff. And, you know. Pretty much. God. Yeah, but
2: also a bunch of Germans recognized me too there. That's so super it was, cool. Um, yeah, both, both, both tourists and uh, locals. Who recognized me. Like some people even they saw me at have you ever been to Oktoberfest? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think we even talked about that before, but um, the tents. A lot of the tents have like uh, different stories, so they have a second story, like a balcony kind of thing, like a gallery. And these, pe- I was downstairs on the first floor, and these people saw me from the gallery, <laughs> in, in the crowd. I don't know how they recognized me or saw me, and they came all the way down, found me at my table, and wanted to talk to me. <laughs> We're that like, hey, insane. we saw you from up there. Yeah, that was that was really crazy. Um, but it's no, surreal. it's not like. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's not like every time I leave the house, I get recognized, though. But my boyfriend at the time, when I first told him that, I guess that's kind of what he thought.
0: Oh, he's like, oh, God, everywhere I go, there should be people like hounding her and stuff. Yeah.
2: And he grew up with a pretty big celebrity, like um, one of his childhood friends ended up being a really, really big actor. And he kind of like went through that whole experience with his friend where it just nothing was normal anymore. And everything was just such, such a big, big hassle. They couldn't go bowling anymore. They couldn't do anything anymore. And he also like learned how this like the acting industry is just a bunch of. You know, people lie and try to sure. make themselves look better and stuff like that. So at first he was like, I am i don't want to watch your YouTube videos because I want to get to know the real you. And I was like, oh, that's nice, I though. get that. And that's yeah. cool. But I still think you should watch my YouTube videos because I don't want to have to tell you all these things myself. <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> can, can we skip to date eight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Because, like, you know, that's kind of the reason why I made those videos in the first place. So I wouldn't have to repeat myself about all these cultural differences. And I don't tell that many personal things in my videos anyways. I mean, a few things here and there, but you're still going to have to get to know me on a personal level. But when it comes to like, oh, how is your country different? just watch my videos and then we can talk from there on. Like that's that's the base that you can like the German 101 and then or Germany 101 and then we can talk from there. we move on from there. I, I wish
0: we could all do that. We should all have like personal YouTube channels. So when you're dating, you're like, I right, just go watch my videos. <laughs> but, but didn't you worry about kind of like an imbalance at the beginning of the relationship? Because him, he can go and for hours basically do research on you, but you can't do the same for him. So it's so like, isn't that... Did that ever, like, for me, I'd be, like, worried about the imbalance. Like, wow, he knows a lot more about me than I know about him. Or did you, that never really was a worry?
2: That wasn't really a worry for me. But also, as I said, I don't think that I share a lot of personal things. I mean, I definitely share views on certain topics. So, like, I think if you watch my videos, you definitely know my political views and things like that. But my videos really aren't that much about me as a person and my emotions and things like that. So, um I, as I said, I found it actually more helpful that I could s- skip all that with him. And ca- it kind of saved me like probably a few months of explaining things about the cultural differences. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, I love yeah, that. if if anything, I thought that was an advantage. And I mean, he as a person is also very open. So like, I didn't feel like there was, n- I didn't have a chance to get to know him because I just asked him all the questions and I got to know him that way.
0: Sure. And, and then and it seems like, you kind of strategically picked what time you wanted to because re- like you'd been talking about mentioning your boyfriend quote unquote for a while, but then mm. you had this one episode where you're finally like the big reveal, like here he is, you know? So <laughs> I wonder how long were you wondering like, Oh, is it, is it time? Like, okay, should I wait till we're very serious before I reveal him? Cause you don't want like two episodes later to be like, okay. Um. Yeah. We've broken up I now. never,
2: I never actually mentioned him before at all. Um, oh, no, really? I okay. I mentioned, because I was dating someone else when I first started my YouTube channel, and I mentioned him in the very beginning. Ah, he was also okay. in one of my videos. Um, but then that relationship ended in 20, 2018, like super shortly after I started the YouTube channel. And so after that, I just didn't mention any of those things anymore. I didn't say I was single. I didn't say I wasn't single. Um, or actually, I think in one video i might, might have said i was single but then after that i just never really addressed it anymore because people were kind of you know getting involved in that whole thing i definitely mm. have a lot of male viewers and definitely some mm. creeps if you want to say it like that and i was sometimes surprised by that because i'm not trying to make the channel about me like presenting myself i mean of course i'm in the video I'm, visually but um i'm more talking about you know, the content, and I'm not like, right, hey, right. look at how pretty my face looks today, or look yeah, at my yeah. clothes, or anything like that. It's about um, the cultural
0: differences, not
1: about, you know. Yeah.
2: The internet is a
1: gross, disgusting place, so, I mean, it's to be expected, unfortunately, but, uh, have, have you had any, like, is overstepping, please let me know, have you had any bad, like, bad experiences with people maybe DMing you, or... Yeah, oh, yeah, no.
2: yeah, for sure. I had some people also just cross a bunch of lines and yeah, basically mm. like stalk me almost, not like physically, but like um, on the internet and just like find out things about me that you know I wasn't trying to have people find out um, stuff like that. And definitely people who would message me every day and kind of I never responded and they would kind of think that they have a relationship with me, not like a romantic, but that they are talking to me even though i never respond and stuff like that so yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that sucks when you're just trying to be polite but but it's but you're also like well I, okay i can't i can't respond to you to, to your 10 messages a day you know what i mean like yeah you know, I, th- I think that's the weird thing about well
1: i mean if, if you think about it you know youtube being in podcasts are all a very new new medium out there that right like these weren't around in the 90s and 80s right just the past decade and a half basically really yeah, yeah but only yeah and uh I think people don't don't realize like one like you are a host of a show like a TV show technically it just happens to be self produced on the internet or your own radio show or whatever and I think people take that as like oh look at them they're in their house in their apartment this feels like an invitation for me to write them pretend that we're friends and I listen to them every single day and see them all day and it's it's kind of it it can be a little um, scary and creepy and yeah. yeah
0: sure I mean but we I would say almost all our listeners are amazing, kind, nice people, you know, but we're, I, we're, we're two dudes. It's, I think it's a little different when, yeah, no, when I, you're a female, when you're, when you're a woman. I mean, um, I, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but we have had lots of people who we, we often get a thing where people are like, Oh, I'm, I'm visiting Berlin. Come let's hang out. They're like come hang out. And yeah. it's, and I'm sure that you're perfectly nice, normal people. It's nothing against you, but it's just, if we said yes to everybody, we would just, we would have not a single weekend, f- you know, like we would, we would be out with strangers all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's
1: also like, like I, I love our listeners. I love talking to them, you know, on Instagram, you know, we message each other sometimes, hear their stories, which is so, am- I think it's one of the best parts about, uh, being totally, a content creator is, yeah. is reaching out and meeting, like meeting you and meeting all these like other people around the world. Yeah. But like, I'm also, you know, this is my podcast time and then have my lifetime. And I don't even mix those together just because yeah, I mean, I'm out there speaking. doesn't mean I'm inviting myself to. Meet random people all the time.
0: And I think yeah. that's why we, we like once a year do these in-person meetups because then we have one event where we meet everybody and it's freaking amazing. Everybody is so lovely, so kind mm-hmm. s- and just so polite and we can meet everybody in that kind of one setting.
2: Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I also get messages from people like, oh, hey, I'm going to be in Cincinnati. Can we hang out? And I just same thing. Like if I say yes to every single one of those, that would take up all my free time. Yeah. But I've never done one of those those meetups, though. So, like, people always ask me if I can do that. And that's also, like, one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if I want to do it, number one. Um, I don't know how to organize it. I wouldn't know how many people would show up. And I wouldn't even know where to do it because my viewers are from all over the place. I feel like Berlin is kind of a cool place for that because I know a lot of... Um, Internationals live in Berlin. So I'm sure a lot of your viewers are actually maybe located there.
1: Yeah. It, w- it was difficult to know like how many people and well, we, where. We,
0: we but... didn't because, we didn't we, well, we're also, you know, you're, you're kind of pessimistic. So you're like, ah, like you're like one person's going to show up, you know, because we don't have any, we don't have big ego, So we're just like, ah, who's who's going to actually take time out of the day to come? And then the first meetup, I think what it was like eight, eight people. Eight, and, then, and then the second one, it was eight, 18, 18 or something. 18, um, yeah. Uh, yes um well on like a friday i think friday nights yeah. like people actually and, and that is crazy that people took time to and there was, and in both cases there were people who were from the states but they just happened to be traveling through berlin at that moment so cool. they took time out of their trip to come talk to us but yeah. the same questions you asked yourself we did were like what do we even do during that time like should we organize a game where do we do it? um how long should it be? What if they hate yeah. us? Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, what, we, yeah, what are, are they expecting like a show like, you know, because you feel like you have right. to put on, you know and um, and we were I mean b- before both, we were super nervous, but they both ended up being really nice. but again we had we're two people, so we can kind of we have backup. so I think yeah. if it's you by True. yourself, I could see how that could be eh, a little daunting.
2: One thing that I do, though, is on Patreon. I do uh, monthly live streams on my personal, so on my Feely from Germany Patreon, and then on our podcast Patreon, which we also have, we do actual video hangouts. So, like, basically we do monthly Ah. meetups with everyone, but digitally. Oh, Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's really interesting usually. Like, the whole conversation will just drift off into, like, a completely random um, topic. Like, last time we ended up talking about the work loss in the US versus Germany for, like, the pretty much the whole hour. Uh. Like but on a very like detailed basis where Josh and I were just sitting there like listening to everyone like discussing it with each other. Um and we were just like, yeah, uh, we don't we don't really know what the actual law says <laughs> yeah. in this regard, but the, all these people knew and they were all discussing like the details of, yeah, but after 6 weeks of being sick, the pay goes down to blah blah blah, like all these details. Um Super so that's always interesting. really cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you are getting all this, you're getting all this information basically as you're sitting there like, oh, oh. I had no idea. And,
1: and, and again, like like I said, it's just so awesome to just be in contact with all these random people around the world yeah. who all have at least one common
2: Interest. Yeah.
0: Moving abroad, living abroad.
2: Yeah. Whether it's through like in person meetups or what we do on Patreon, people get to know each other also and can True. make connections that way. And that's pretty cool for us to watch. Because, like, most of the time, they don't even have that many questions for us, for Josh and me, but actually just want to tell their own stories and. Start some some other discussions that are kind of related to some of these topics that we talked about. Absolutely, that, that's yeah. true.
1: At our don't last meetup, I feel like I didn't really talk that much. It's just a lot of conversations going on. It's listening yeah. from like group to group around the we have these two tables next to each other, which is super interesting. Especially yeah. cause some people have been there for a long time, some are new to Berlin, some are visiting, and just hearing everyone kind of tell their own stories and was sharing special, their lives. Really, really yeah. special.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, when you started, you were correctly a German girl. In America, yeah, you, that is not the name. Not of drinking your, anything. That is, yeah, that, not drinking anything. Well, I mean, you know, but just, <laughs> just not, not on YouTube. But you know, drinking other stuff. But like, but you went from a German girl in America, and then suddenly you were Philly from Germany. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened there? What's the whole story behind this whole like rebranding?
2: Yeah, it's it's a long story. But to summarize it, there was another content creator i guess i don't even really know what she would call herself but um she has a website and she's very active on facebook and i think those are like her main channels that she's active on so it's basically like a website aka a blog and she also has a shop on there um and she already used the name german girl in america um and i did find out about her like before the whole rebranding um, happened. And we actually kind of like we knew of each other. She would sometimes okay. forward me emails that accidentally ended up in her inbox and things like that.
0: So so you, you were friendly then in the beginning?
2: I mean, we weren't like in close contact, but I knew that she knew of me and like I didn't have a problem with it at all. And I thought she didn't have a problem. And then there was a time when um, someone on behalf of her reached out to me. This was in the end of 2020, I think, um, and basically said, hey, look, um, we've been getting a bunch of confusion among our viewers or um, visitors or followers. I don't even know what to call them for like a website. <laughs> internet people. Um, yeah, internet people who um, are looking for you and they end up with us and they're kind of confused. And I think we should like set this straight or solve this somehow. And I was basically like, yeah, um, I don't know how we could solve it but i would be happy to um explain it in one of my videos and just give you guys a shout out and make sure that people know that we are not the same person and that you guys also have really cool content though but it's kind of different from my content um very different and so i did that yeah it's like you know um she is a woman who she's definitely a little bit older than me i don't know her exact age actually but um she has a grown-up daughter i think And she lives in California and she was born to German parents, um, but she was born in the U.S. And I think she basically just grew up with this German culture in the U.S. Um, So it's very different. And her content is a lot about cooking recipes and her childhood traditions that her grandma um, taught her and things like that. Um, So, yeah, that person reached out to me, um, who I I believe is her husband. I don't want to say anything wrong. I think it's her partner, though from what I from what I know Mm -hmm. um and then we like kind of left it at that and I even um, talked to a lawyer at the time because I was like I don't really know if this is gonna cause issues or not but they didn't ask me to change my name or anything like that they just told me hey but then 10 months later or so later that year they just suddenly reached out to me again well Actually, not themselves, but their lawyer sent me a cease oh, and desist letter out of nowhere um, after the last email that between me and them was actually from me. And then I never got a response to that anymore.
0: So you'd assumed like we're all OK. Yeah. No, wor- no worries. And then you kind of just forget about it. Right. But, but it's kind of yeah, weird because exactly. you're you are the German girl in America. Yeah, she, She's yeah. the she's American not... girl in America. True. Yeah. She's the American girl with German parents in America.
2: Right. But yeah. she had the name before me. Um, but again, like Ladies. they didn't ask me. They didn't say, hey, we, it would be great if you could change your name or could you consider it or anything along those lines like, at all. That was just not mentioned. And I wasn't necessarily going to suggest it myself because like if they want me to change that, I thought, OK, they should ask me. Um, and I wasn't <laughs> trying to rebrand everything just for fun. Um, so Fair. then... They sent me that cease and desist letter.
1: That's a welcome to America moment there, right? <laughs> Dude, yeah. America, you it, got sued.
2: Yeah, <laughs> wow. and it basically just said Sorry. you have two weeks to rebrand everything. And I was like, what in the world? How is that even Wait, supposed two weeks? to be possible? Two weeks. Oh, my
0: and, God. And, and didn't you, I feel like, if, I might be remembering incorrectly, but didn't you just buy a bunch of merch like the month before? Yeah. Or you had you just released your merch like the month before?
2: And I even told them that too Yeah, with the name, I mean, not all my merch does have, like, the full name on it, um, and it didn't. Like, a lot of it has, like, Zavos and stuff like that, but it definitely, most of it had my logo somewhere on it. Um, And I had actually told them that um, back in February of 2021 is when I talked to them last. I was like, hey, just so you know, like, I also plan on releasing merch. Would that be an issue? And then it was basically like, oh, we'll just talk about it when it's time to talk about it. Um, Okay. And so that, like... I don't actually remember if I, if we talked like I if I try to reach out to them again. To be honest, anyways, that's all details. Um, so yeah, I got that cease and desist letter, and it said I have two weeks. Um, I already had contacts to that really good lawyer who is a trademark lawyer in Cincinnati. And she knew, like, all about it. So she was like, yeah, that's not reasonable. And she was able to, like, negotiate with them. So I had a little bit more than two weeks. But basically, by the time that we signed the agreement, they still didn't want to give us more than two weeks. And she was like, that's not reasonable. That is not common in this kind of law. Because she does this all the time with, you know, brand fights, basically. And I don't want to, like, throw too much shade. I don't actually want to throw any shade. But just from what she told me is their lawyer didn't really have any experience in that field so he just kept saying no like we're not going to negotiate about this stuff like two weeks it is period and Mm. she was like that's not common like be a little bit reasonable here
0: it's because it's a lot of work right to do in two weeks
2: yeah and basically what they wanted me to do is the name uh couldn't show up anywhere anymore in no none of my old videos like nothing it couldn't be mentioned or shown visually so um that was a lot of work because i don't know how many videos i had at the time maybe like 150 or something like that 100 and something probably um and yeah it took me and i had an assistant at the time and then my brother had helped me with the shop and then ben had already so my boyfriend had already um basically joined my team he helped me editing a little bit so like all of us four people um spent a lot of time for two weeks to just try and get everything blurred is what we did so like We could have just taken all my videos down, but obviously I didn't want to do that. Um, So we ended up using the YouTube blur function and just blur every single branding that was anywhere, like whether it was an Instagram handle that was shown or my intro graphic or my outro graphic. Every time I mentioned the name, uh, we had to mute it on YouTube.
0: So you had to rewatch every video and carefully look for every single, I mean, how long did that take? Weeks?
2: yeah i mean th- we had those two weeks and we just basically four people worked like day and night pretty much um good lord yeah uh, we we made it happen it was very very intense yeah that was nice, impressive
0: <laughs> yeah but but how wow i mean german girl in america is like the perfect name and that was your identity for up until that point like were you pr- pretty pissed when this happened i mean or were you kind of like uh ah, whatever i'll rebrand
2: i was pretty pissed for sure um Because, I mean, I wasn't trying to blur all my old videos and things like that. And it was something that that I had built. And I had also never experienced anyone being confused. Um, Like people, obviously, when they saw my face, they knew that that was me. And when they saw her face and knew that we weren't the same person. Sure. Um, And they also knew that that was my website. Um, So I just didn't experience any trouble with it personally. Um, But, you know, after... I, I mean, I ended up accepting it. It was fine. Like, I was definitely annoyed at the circumstances because I thought we were friendly with each other. And then suddenly we were not. Yeah. And they also kept, um, like, in the comments and on their YouTube page, they kept, like, basically lying about the situation. Like, so that was a little frustrating to me that, like, there were lies spread about it. And they couldn't yeah. prove it either because there was no.
0: Yeah. And and the way I see it, like, if, if anything, you were just driving traffic to their website. like she's getting free visitors you know what i mean so like in the end is it really that bad i i'm just more yeah i just don't like when people like they can't just have a conversation like first the first thing she does is she just sticks a lawyer on you you know what i mean which i would be peeved about like why didn't you just give me a call we could have just talked about this and maybe yeah it's like it's like going
1: to berlin vermont and not berlin germany
0: (laughs) (laughs) fun times yeah sounds uh sounds stressful speak I thought I'd going to do it. I, oh, I, I just handed you a great transition. Did you? Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Let me do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Sorry. Do you know where I'm going with this? I, I, no, no, now I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Hold on just a second.
0: Yeah, go ahead. It's okay. It uh, would have been good. I can't even say it without laughing. So just go ahead and start talking. Speak. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <This> is really <laughs> natural already? <laughs> This is super. My, 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 speak, <laughs> shut up.
0: Okay. I can't look at you. Speak! <laughs> <Okay. laughs> okay. oh, no, no, I can't do no, it. I, do, 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 I got it. Does it help you if I do the before? Or does that make it worse? Yes, actually yeah. try you- And then she'll have to continue to pretend that she's never heard this before. Right. <laughs> this whole situation actually sounds pretty stressful yeah and speaking of stressful Ooh. which is more stressful for
1: you? <laughs> okay we're done i can't do it i can't I'm, I'm wasting time <laughs> okay oh, okay
0: actually what do you want me to say it <sighs> yeah can you do it yeah okay what do you prefer more making a youtube video or make or recording an episode of your podcast like i know they're two different animals but i'm wondering which one maybe is the least stressful the more relaxing for you maybe like the the one that just feels more natural to you is like making a youtube video or doing an episode of your podcast it's a long way to ask that question totally long (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: definitely the podcast because i mean we try not to edit a whole lot we still like edit things out every now and then um but it's basically just like sitting down and having a conversation uh with a friend of mine so yeah we also don't always prepare a whole lot it depends on the topic um sometimes we do some research beforehand but sometimes it's literally just talking about our personal experience as if we're just talking as friends um so that's definitely more relaxed i would say but more satisfying for me is my youtube videos because i can really make sure that everything i say in those is like what i actually want to say i can make sure i don't forget anything i can make sure i phrase it so that it's actually on point the way the way that i would like to phrase it um so yeah, those are the two things. A YouTube video is definitely way, way more work.
0: Yeah. Is that your, your YouTube corner behind you? I can see these like softbox. Uh, light yeah, yeah, yeah. Going out. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's my shelf right there. That's... I think I've seen
0: that shelf in your in your videos, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: And after my first basically year of doing YouTube or when I did it full time, I decided to rent out a second room as my office. Because at that point, I was doing everything in my bedroom, recording, editing, sleeping, living my life. (sighs) And it was just getting a little cramped in there, especially with like the lights and stuff. I didn't really have enough space to get nice lighting done in there.
0: And you don't want to sleep in like a recording studio, basically. (laughs) I mean, you do. (laughs) 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 Sure.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I always had to break everything down or at least like put it somewhere on the side because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to move through the room at all. Um, So I had to always like put the lights back down and put them underneath my bed and it was a lot of work and kind of annoying. So then I rented out a second room in that house and that was supposed to be my dedicated um, office slash YouTube studio if you will it was basically just you know another little bedroom it wasn't even that big but that's when i bought a shelf that was supposed to be my youtube background because i wanted to have like a cooler background and i wanted for people to be able to contribute to my background and like because sometimes people ask me if they could send me things and i always was like not really to to
0: put on the shelf yeah
2: yeah and then i like um started a p.o box or opened a p.o box and people could send me stuff there and then i put that in the shelf um so most of the stuff that i have in that is actually from people like from my viewers and that's awesome. That's actually really,
0: it's a great idea. That's very cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but
2: then when I moved here, I upgraded and now the shelf is much bigger because beforehand it had like a sloped roof uh, or sloped ceiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um So, yeah, it was uh, in, on the third floor and the shelf had to be really. Uh, tiny really short and i always sat on the floor and now that i moved in here last year um i could actually get, get a bigger shelf and i can now sit on a chair while i record which is uh cool <laughs> that's a dream Comfort. that is a dream <laughs> that is a dream
1: <laughs> to be sitting down the
2: luxury well, i mean yeah
0: yeah I, that's, everyone, everyone likes sitting down big fan big fan well speaking of sitting down <laughs> Speaking of amazing transitions, yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we're gonna have to wrap things up. Mm. But thank you so much again for for joining us, especially when we have laugh attacks and can't, can't <laughs> function anymore. But, You're uh,
2: welcome. No, thanks for having me.
0: Can you go ahead and really quickly uh, tell everybody where where can they find you in all of all those videos? It's right there.
2: All of the internet. Um, you can find me on YouTube, Feli from Germany. Feli is spelled F E L I. It is the short version of Felicia which isn't really common in English, but it's common in German. And that's what I just ended up going with, with that rebranding. Cause before that, just one more th- little thing before the rebranding, I always introduce myself as Felicia. Cause that's right. usually much, much easier for Americans. Cause when I say, Hey, uh, my gotcha. name is Fidi, yeah. I just get all the question marks and then I have to repeat it three times. And then I end up saying, Oh, just call me Felicia. So I decided you know what on youtube i'm just gonna be felicia from the start um but then i ended up making my youtube name feely from germany because that was like the best idea i could come up with uh for the rebranding so then i was like you know what i guess now i'm gonna be feely from now on so anyways you can find me as feely from germany on youtube um also feely from germany on instagram on facebook Uh, on TikTok, all the platforms, basically. And then our podcast that I have with Josh is called Understanding Train Station. And we do not talk about train stations, just like you guys (laughs) don't talk about whiskey as much. Um, We mainly talk about cultural differences between Germany and the US, but the name is kind of a a joke or a reference to a German idiom. Um, So that podcast you can find on all the podcast streaming platforms and also on YouTube.
1: Is there a percentage that you do talk about train stations like a little bit?
2: Zero.
0: Zero. <laughs>
2: we probably should <laughs> at some point we should at least a little episode. bit like one episode I know.
0: <laughs> one episode of like our favorite train stations
2: yeah yeah, yeah should, every yeah, we... every end of the episode we should rate our favorite train stations in Germany or the ones that are where everything has the mo- biggest delay because that's I mean one
1: favorite that's true what's your favorite <laughs> Hauptbahnhof
0: in Germany
2: I honestly haven't been to that many um I i do not know. I know.
0: And don't say Munich. The Munich one's not that pretty No, actually. it's not
2: cool. What about um, in the US? well train I, stations US is hard. I've literally never taken the train in the US. Yeah, we have a sense. cool train station here in Cincinnati. It's not in use anymore, but it's really really pretty. Um it's called Union Terminal, but I uh I think I've only ever been to like I don't know, five train stations in Germany or so or I Got
1: to pick one. We're not we're not, we're not going to say bye until you pick one. It's just we're holding you hostage now. <laughs>
2: I think, no, I think the Frankfurt one was pretty cool. Is that the one where it has like a like a half round thing and the Frankfurter Allgemeine logo was there? I don't know, I've never been there. Logo? You, mean,
0: you mean like the gla- the glass uh, yeah, arch I th- thing? I yeah, think yeah so. I, I think I know what you're talking about. I've been there once or twice, but it's been a while. What's yours, Jeff?
2: That's probably the lamest answer in the world.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it's a, it's a hop on off. What's yours? Oh, I mean, the Ber- Berlin Hauptbahnhof, of That's course. Like, it, it's the largest through station in all of Europe. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. Really? Meaning, not a terminus where trains actually go through. Yeah. I mean, when you really, you could just walk around there. Like, I walk around there in awe. Like, it's like 20 different levels. Like, it's international so cool. trains underground, above ground. Here, Like, it's crazy. I like Leipzig. Leipzig? Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, that yeah, is pretty classic. Yeah. Very classic. H- Hamburg is also pretty classy. Very nice. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks again,
1: Felicia. <laughs> Uh, it's always great talking to you, and um, we'll probably see each other soon again. This will not be the
2: last. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks for having me again. Sure.
0: Cheers. Bye bye. Cheers. Man, that was great. It yeah. was a- always fun to have Felicia on. Felicia's fantastic. Yeah, I had like, a good time with her. Now you guys won't <laughs> won't know this because we'll all have edited out by now, um, but yeah, we had a good five-minute laughing fit that we couldn't get through. Yeah, that was my bad. <laughs> we were <laughs> we were trying to we were trying to do a nice. Uh, a nice transition from one topic to another. It didn't quite work out. So, I couldn't uh, do it. So I uh, couldn't quite handle it. But anyways, it happens what, to the best of us. What, what, what we can handle, Alex, is is this beautiful Japanese whiskey. Oh, nice transition. Thank you. Speaking of transitions.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> again, we are drinking the Akashi. 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 From Japan- the, Is it from the Akashi distillery or? It is not. It is from the e- uh, Egashima distillery. As whole. Well. In Akashi. Japan. Some um, Detroit. City of Akashi, Hyogo, Japan. Uh, not Detroit. Uh, mm-hmm. Japanese blended whiskey and cheers. Do, you have, do you have enough for a little cheers? Here we go. One last sip. I like this the whole time. I'm drinking it fairly quickly, more than super, I usually do. Because it's super smooth, man. It's, it's just super duper smooth. Great flavor.
0: Yeah. Um, not much of a burn, but like, it's a, it's a little, that, little, yeah,
1: little but, bit there. That's typical of uh, Japanese, I feel like.
0: And also typical, it's very um, clear, light yellow coloring. All Japanese have that same kind of coloring.
1: This is a bit darker than the past Japanese we've had, actually. Right, but not as much
0: as like a a scotch or whatever. Um, But
1: but, um, yeah, it's tasty. I really like it. So I'm going to give it an 8.3.
0: I'm going to give it an 8. A nice solid number. Solid. Round. Solid 8. Like you could build a house on this number. Nice. So solid. Good groundation. Yeah, good groundation. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. Uh, and that's it. That's our week two episode of our February extravaganza, three-year anniversary, podcast.
0: Sorry, that wasn't AGDWpodcast. <laughs> uh, But guys, stay tuned because next week is the episode of your choosing. And the week after that, we're going live. We're going live. Oh, yeah. and, and remember, we're recording live on February 15th. That's Wednesday, 7 p.m. Berlin time. And that episode will release the following Wednesday, which is I think February twenty second. Seven so, days later. Um, you guys, this is like an an advent calendar, man. Every 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 week you're getting some another Christmas present. So, those uh, uh, sound uh, an opening an advent calendar. But in all seriousness, again, we do it for you guys because you guys are amazing, and um, we love you. And see you, see you next week. week. See you next week. And uh, stay safe, stay
1: healthy, and stay thirsty.